0: Are you ready to combine your passion for business and your love for God through simple, practical and profitable business practices? Do you want to have an eternal impact on the culture and community around you through your business? Now is the time to partner with God, profit with purpose, and build a Kingdom-class company. Welcome to Christ in Business, where we'll explore the stories, strategies, successes, and failures of those doing the ministry of Christ in Business. Here's your Kingdom Business Coach, David Robertson. Hey guys, welcome back. Episode 17 of Christ in Business. I hope your day is going wonderful. I hope your week is going wonderful. It's Thursday, January 7th is when this podcast is going out. We are officially, I believe, on a few days past 10% of the year being gone. So look at your annual goals, look at how everything works in your business, and realize that you are 10% through the year. Hopefully that's an encouragement. If that's not an encouragement, hopefully it is a motivation to get focused and to get clarity on where you're going in your business. I am right now, I am busy, busy, busy. For those of you who don't know, we have two kids, a four and a half year old, William. We also have a, let's see, as of just last Saturday, we have a eight month old baby. William was a miracle. In fact, William's announcement and his birth to when we found out about him, it was a confirmation that I had partnered with God in business. And if you want to hear more about that story, you can listen to episode two on how William's kind of announcement to, or how, when my wife found out about it and when she told me about it, that was a confirmation. You could also go to, I have a video telling the story, and you could go to thedavidrobertson.com slash partner and be able to see where that is. Anyway, so we have William and we also have Jacob. Jacob is also a miracle. And the way we... Found out about him and the way he came into the world. He was kind of an oops child, <laughs> but we also, he was actually born a a little over a month early and it was just because of some medical complications and some things going on. It turns out we weren't sure what exactly was going on, but it turns out we were glad that... It, that he was born a month early because he was projected to be a big baby at, at a month early he was six pounds eleven ounces. It turns out he had a knot in his cord, and if he had kept growing and he went full term, there was a very high risk that he was gonna wasn't going to be able to survive. full term. So it was a good thing that he came early. He's also a miracle child. But anyway, because he's early, we just got back earlier today. We're at the cardiologist, everything checked out. He's good to go. There's just one more thing that we're working on. And other than that, we should be out of the hospital and out of doctor's offices and stuff like that. So he's eight months healthy, awesome, the cutest little baby you could ever see. If you follow me on social media, you've seen pictures of him, no doubt. The two of them are my greatest joy in life. Today, I'm excited, guys. I have the, a treasure to share with you. Today, I am going to share an interview I did last week with Andy Mason. He's the director of Heaven in Business, which is a organization or a focus or an initiative of Bethel Church in Redding, California, and it's all about what it means to partner with God, and they explore this issue about what it means to partner with God in our business. And this is a lot of what you hear on the podcast has been inspired and initially has set root in with heaven and business pushing me deeper into a relationship with god you'll hear more about my first experience with heaven and business it was actually at a marketing conference and It was a marketing conference where God showed up so powerfully, in many ways more powerfully than I've seen him show up in a church service or in a church function, which is completely awesome. It was one of the largest times where I realized and stepped back and said, wow, God is doing something. He is meeting people in the marketplace, and he's bringing healing, he's bringing wisdom, he's bringing Words He's bringing his love and everything that he is to people in the marketplace. He's not waiting for them to come into churches. That will keep happening. That is something that God is doing. That's just, he's, I've already talked about that this year, 2019 is a year of breakout, not breakthrough, but breakout where the body of Christ is going to break out of an organization out of the four walls, into the marketplace, into different areas and segments of the country, segments of culture all around the world. And he is revealing the sons of God to the world as his bride of Christ. So, anyway, I... I'm excited to share this interview with you. Like I said, Andy is the director of Heaven and Business. He's originally from New Zealand, has a background in agriculture business and consulting and team leadership, and he brings all of that into Heaven and Business. He's gone through Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry and or worked with Danny Silk and Chris Vallatin. And anyway. Everything they're doing is high quality. They have a conference coming up. We talk a little bit about that. I've mentioned that in last week's episode. There's not much else I have to say. I could say a lot, but it's in the interview. So I'm going to just jump into it and dive into the interview and let you guys hear what we talked about. Well, Andy, welcome to Christ in Business. Thank you. Go ahead and
1: tell us a little bit about who you are and what, what you do. So uh, I'm Andy Mason, originally from New Zealand. I was just joking with someone this morning. I love the entrepreneurial, can-do-anything attitude in America. So I think perhaps I was born American, but grew up 35 years in New Zealand. <laughs> and then we So background is agriculture, so sheep, beef, cattle, deer, horse and dogs, and then did an agricultural science degree and worked for a leading agricultural business consultancy company in New Zealand for about five years, and then with a leading agricultural finance institution in relationship management and new business management in New Zealand seven years prior to coming out here in 2008, which was just a crazy journey itself. Never thought we would be leaving in New Zealand, but we'd been praying that year and sensed that the Lord was leading us in a different direction. And when we prayed about it uh, specifically, he said, leave everything and go to a new country. So that landed us here where I did the Bethel School of Ministry here in Reading, California. Again, really clueless about what on earth are we doing here? I'm terrified, how I'm going to feed my family, all those real practical things. And then uh, so my wife and I have four children. At the end of one year here, I connected with this, uh, one of the leaders whose name is Danny Silk, and the rest is history. I went from Danny Silk to a guy by the name of Chris Vallotton. And within that first-year school of ministry, there's a really great program here that teaches people how to walk with God, as in uh, regardless of what you do. And I was asking questions about what does that look like in a city? Whereas it's not just about praying for sick people, but there has to be more in terms of cities becoming fully alive. What are we doing with the business community? How are we encouraging them? And I just really got, I don't know what you'd call it, a calling, momentum, a suggestion to just go for it. So we did. We connected with local business and they already had just this crazy environment where they create environments where talents flourish. And the results are incredible. You need to interview them probably. And we started with their prayer club and then that was 10 years ago. And that has grown really, I would say now, that's kind of evolved into what we now call heaven business. So there's now a, a, a greatly more significant influence and reach and plan and strategy but simply it's following the voice of God. So we say heaven and business is a growing global movement of people uh, that we help people see and experience how much God values your everyday work. We equip people with partnering with God in building great business and then influencing cities. Awesome,
0: awesome. That For those of you listening, if you've heard a lot of some familiar language there, that's one of the three pillars that I stand on and that I do as a kingdom business coach. And Christ in business. We talk about what it means to partner with God, what it means to profit with purpose, and then what it means to go beyond world-class and build a kingdom-class company so that the world doesn't set the standard for what God's kids do in business, but God sets that standard. So actually, the first place, Andy, the first place I met you and the first place I experienced a move of God in the marketplace was at a marketing conference. And... Yeah. I'd, I'd heard your name a couple places, but you spoke spoken in, in that marketing conference. They had a, like a Sunday morning session and you were speaking and you were talking about what it means to partner with God in your business. And I remember that the it was not something that i expected and what came out of that is that you simply just led people through an exercise of taking some of the frustrations and some of the things that were weighing heavy on their heart in business and i had them yeah. go through an exercise where they just gave it over to god and handed it to him and asked what god what do you give me in re- in response to this in exchange for this and some of the people that i talked to just experienced the presence of God in such a powerful way. I heard a couple people got healed. Um, and yep. it, it was just, I would say it was probably in a lot of ways, a more powerful experience than I've even experienced in a church. And it was at yeah. that point, what was that, 2016? Um, it was at that point yeah. where I started seeing more and more God reaching out and reaching into the business community. So that was my first experience with Heaven in Business and the team there. In fact, some of the things that were prophesied came into immediate fruition within weeks.
1: Oh, and
0: cool. actually, anyway, so I wanted to have you on the podcast just to, to share some of your passion. And some of what you yeah. do as far Thank as partnering you. with God. And also, you have with Heaven and Business the tools and resources that you have available and events that you have are pretty definitely impactful. So, in before we go on to that though, I wanted to. Ask, what would you say your definition of success as a Christian in business looks like?
1: Yeah, good question, David. And I think people wrestle with this all the time and then flip-flop out of this and into this. Success for me, as a follower of Jesus in business, is, is a friendship with God. So I just know too many people where success cannot be defined by whether I hit the fortune 500 level or uh, i give a million dollars to the poor or uh, yeah build a hospital or uh, whatever it is I've just i know and have seen too much to know it's far more than that and even jesus talks about that himself is well didn't you these people going to stand before him and say well didn't we do this in your name built this million dollar company or produced goods that transform cities or whatever the list is that's on your go-to list. And Jesus says, well, depart from me. I never knew you. So it's being known by God, which is a friendship with God, which is a connection with him. And that's the greatest gift. There's a really, really good book written by a guy, Jathani. That's his second name. The book is simply called With, W-I-T-H. And it's just this journey of, am I living under God, over God, from God or for God? which is the traditional view of what religion teaches as opposed to what Jesus taught himself and what you read through the Bible. It's all about doing life with God, which you've already said is this partnership. So success for me is friendship with God, period. My life is about learning to experience him, follow him, grow with him in the context of business. And I certainly believe that the business that we're growing is, I mean, I have goals, I have strategic plans, I have profit metrics. I desire to grow because it's pretty hard to help people if you've got no resources. So we want to see that grow. But I just know that it's far, far more than a bottom line than even the amount of people that I touch. It's my personal walk with God. Mm, Yeah.
0: You know, I've heard when I've talked to other believers about this idea of integrating faith in our work and kingdom business or biblical entrepreneurship or this idea, a lot of them kind of scratch their head and say, you know, that looks good or that sounds good, but what does it actually mean practically? What does it actually mean to the way I run my business. How are some of the the boots on the ground? How do you implement this? And I know one of the things I love about you guys is you're so good at collecting and telling those testimonies of what it looks like practically and some of the amazing miracles that you've seen and then some of the just the practical stuff on it. But share some of the stories that you've seen as far as what it looks like for God when you partner with God in business.
1: Like what are some of the favorite ones that you've seen? Some of my favorite ones. I think... Again, we try and make it, it's not complicated. If a child, like the Jesus said, unless you come as a child, you'll never enter the kingdom. So there's this childlikeness of walking, learning. And I say that point number one, two, and three in learning to build with God is just listen to his voice and do it. And point number two is listen to his voice and do it. And point number three is listen to his voice and do it. <laughs> It's this simple pursue following his voice, which means that if I truly believe that he is the founding creative entrepreneur of the universe, then I'm probably going to listen to him and take time to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's the primary thing in teaching people is follow his voice because I can do best practice and sometimes best practice is... If I'm aiming the wrong direction, then best practice is just going to help me get somewhere I don't want to be faster. So that's no good, and unless unless it is, unless that is simply what you need. You need to go and do this course. And there's certainly times for that. And I really dislike it when people use their walk with God as a, an excuse for poor performance or pathetic business where it's like, come on people, we can sharpen up. And that's why I love what you said is we're going from a globally excellence in business to a kingdom business. Mm -hmm. So to me, you asked the question, what are some of my favorite stories? And there are a huge range of them. I think uh, one last night we had a a local gathering of businesses and uh, there's a woman there used to work with uh, home makeover company and she's now in reading uh does designs it's got a few people walking for her but works from home so small business and she's really wrestling with and uh, when do i hustle it and just make it happen and when do i listen to god and follow his voice and wait and really she's learning there's times for both Actually, I can hustle it as I'm listening to his voice. And sometimes hustling is just an anxiety grind, which actually doesn't achieve anything. So that's pointless too. So she's wrestling between this and saying, Holy Spirit, show me the way forward. As she's doing that, she gets, and she's switching from wholesale to retail in terms of direct to customer. As she's doing that, she gets this random email from GQ GQ is a UK, I'm assuming fashion, fashion accessories. That's what she does. Saying, hey, we saw you on social media or saw your website, stumbled across it, and we would like to feature you for the next three months. <laughs> is that okay with you? Oh, okay. No, I like, don't want that. <laughs> oh, like, is this, is this real? Those sorts of things happen. Now, I love that. I also love the, another testimony of... A friend of ours is doing a property development deal. Now, this is multi-million dollars. And there's one piece of property within that couple hundred acres or so that they have yet to acquire because they can't track down the owner. So, there's that going on. There's been some delays. There's been some challenges with investors and all sorts like that. So we were talking about what to do and we said, well, you know, listening to the voice of God and the prompting and learning that, oh, it's this intuition, what people might call it, or listening to the Holy Spirit or following the voice of God or going with your gut. Sometimes people might call it that. So I just have this thought, you need to do communion on the land as in. Jesus' blood is full and final paid for everything. It's the full package. Mm -hmm. It's all of life. So I said, you need to go and do this, go out and do communion on the land and just remind God, commit the land to him and this deal and just ask for his wisdom and grace in this. So he proceeds to do that last week. Now, as he's on his property he has got this bottle of wine. So you can imagine a man walking across a piece of land with a bottle of wine. He gets there and he cannot get back the same way he came. So he has to go around. Now, the reason he can't get back is because there's some police cars on the edge of his property because they're doing some bust or something and they're sending, get out of here, get out of here. So he has to walk a different way to get back. So as he's coming back, it means he's going to directly traverse the piece of property that he doesn't own. So he hops over the fence, starts to walk across this property, holding a bottle of wine. As he does that, a black suburban turns up and a man walks out saying, what are you doing? This is my land. You just can imagine, it looks like some drunk guy walking across a piece of property. Uh, So my friend says to him, hey, I own the land next door. To be honest with you, I'm a follower of Jesus, and I was doing communion and praying for this land deal we're putting together. Well, that turns into that could have gone all sorts of different directions, but it turned into a a meeting. Uh, It turns out that business owner, their landowner, wants to sell to them and invest in the property. So, just these crazy—they're following best practice. They're doing the deals that they know to do, and then that happens. Just makes you wonder, God. You're so much bigger than what we could ask, think, or imagine. This is truly amazing. So that's truly, and I could just tell story after story after story of those things, where there's delays, where there's there's things that, you know, the delays aren't fun, Mm. but they build something in us that is of internal value. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so here's here's another story, and this is, I guess what I'm learning is, I have a strategic plan. I... Endeavour to grow. I am reading books. I am feeding myself. I am interacting with local business people, but and I'm taking risk and expanding. So I'm doing the, all those basic things, but the voice of God and following Him just trumps that. So mm-hmm. here's another example of what I'm experiencing right now: is uh, we're about to launch a business boot camp and it feels like it's way beyond my experience and ability. So I feel nervous doing it, but I have connections with some very, very world-class business people to pull in to do it. One of those is in Singapore and I've been procrastinating because I'm, I'm just afraid of who am I to call and make this happen. And there's no way we could afford to pay them what they would be worth and all of those sorts of things. So I think I just got to do it. So as I'm on my way to drop my daughter to school, a uh, voice to text. So I say, you know, send a text to, his name's Andrew, send a text to Andrew, and I find out that Singapore time is 11.50 p.m. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I know he's not going to get it, so he'll get it in the morning. So it just says, uh, voice to text, Andrew, trust you're sleeping well when you wake up. I'd love to talk to you about the possibility of this boot camp coming up in May. And then I pass it to my daughter sitting beside me. Can you can you just check over this? Make sure it hasn't done some strange New Zealand accent to (laughs) American spelling that would be really really awkward. Well, she mistakenly pushes dial, and so suddenly I'm now calling this guy in Singapore at just about midnight. (laughs) And so she's scrambling to try and work out how to cancel it. It doesn't happen. And next thing he answers and I'm now I'm profusely apologizing for waking him (laughs) up. I'm thinking, this is not a good start to a pitch. It's terrible. It turns into this conversation where he's actually in another location. So it's only 10 50 PM as if that wasn't bad enough. And it turns to this conversation. He just says, I'm thinking I'd come in for a day. He says, no, I'm going to come for the whole week. Mm. And Oh, and by the way, I'm paying for it. So it's just yeah. unbelievable. Even my mistakes seem to turn for good. So I got to talk to my daughter and say, hey, babe, you know how you mistakenly called. Well, because you mistakenly did that call, we got an answer before I'd even asked. And, and I'm just seeing these kisses of God. There's obvious challenges. There's obviously ups and downs. There's obviously risk and yeah. fears and facing those things. But I'm just seeing the faithfulness of God come through again and again and again. And these sorts of things happen and you think, wow, God, I've got a friend of mine and he says, life is about learning to experience how much God loves us, not proving how much we love Mm -hmm. him. And I'm just on that continual journey of experimenting and learning and learning how to walk with him in the context of doing excellent business that benefits cities. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. I
1: love it when God...
0: It kind of takes control and and shows us that even though we do our best for strategic plans and we do our best for... For planning and making things happen in our business. But when God exceeds those plans and he, he shows us how good he is and how he orchestrates things together, where you may have a goal that you feel like he's asked you to set and you have no clue how you're going to reach it, but he has the plan already worked out. It's it takes that the verses in Proverbs talks about how we make our plans, but it ultimately it's he who directs our steps and it's he. He who he who knows exactly what his plans are for our business and how to use our business for for his kingdom. And he just does it so much better than yeah. us. Yeah, it's so it's, 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 just, it's good to have a partner who knows everything and all knowing, all powerful.
1: Yeah, and then we'd be stupid not to ask for his input or advice or actually pause and listen. Mm-hmm. And that's the journey. And having someone walk with us or a community of people that are on that same journey is certainly helpful. Yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. So. One of the things I wanted to talk about... The topic of... One of the things on the podcast we talk about, we talk about what it means to use our business, whether it be the marketing of our business, or it be how we do team meetings, or whether it be just the policies and procedures that we have in place, or all the way to having good systems in place so you can... What I like to say is you manage the system so you can love your people. One of the things that we talk about on the podcast quite a bit is what it means to use our business as a tool for transforming the culture around us, culture and community. And when I saw your Heaven and Business conference coming up in February 27th, 28th, March 1st. That's it. That's it. Yep. The The title of the conference is The Business of Culture. Yeah. Talk to us a bit about that. What, is that, what does that mean?
1: Yeah. So, I mean really well-known speakers and writers and business leaders would say that culture each strategy for breakfast is this whole thing of you can start with a good strategy but it's the culture that really makes it happen or kills it Mm. so culture is critical which is simply lived out core values and what we're learning is that in everything we do I don't want to just have a head knowledge of God. I've got to live it out, which means it's going to engage in culture and my walk with God's going to affect how I do business. And really, really simply, as Jesus said, I'm about my father's business. Mm. So everything that he did and said represented or reflected what the father God was like. So that's a really good measuring stick to every aspect of my business is how well does that represent God? Now, and preferably not with some religious talk, but and actually lived out and experienced, you know, how well am I doing honor? How well am I doing value, otherwise known as love, value that's placed on customers, employees, shareholders, investors? How well am I doing communication? How well am I doing conflict management? And so everything that I'm learning in terms of people wanting to build a culture that is not just an excellent culture, but is a culture where God would literally inhabit it, where we start to see things happen on a daily basis that you just sometimes can't explain or divine connections or ideas and strategies and insights. And people walk in and say, I don't know what it is about you guys, but whenever I'm with you, I experience peace or energy or they might use different language Mm -hmm. for that. So, if I want to build that kind of culture, I will have to confront and what I'm finding is for me personally i'm a a confrontation avoidance kind of a guy is my 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 upbringing, some of the culture I grew up in was you know you avoid it, and the kind of the Christian thing to do is just forgive and overlook and because love overlooks a multitude of sins and it's about serving and how low can you go. what I'm learning is that. Love covers a multitude of sin, but so does money, position and power. And if I'm going to build a culture that will be sustainable, that will endure, that will represent the Father, I will need to confront. So I've got to know how to do it and I've got to know to do it better from a really healthy base, which is who am I? And then how do I confront in a healthy way without controlling or being, a, and being an ogre. Mm. So that's a lot of what this conference will be about. We've got Adam Bright coming in from South Africa. That's what he does. Bob Heston is a painting contractor who paints football stadiums and airports of that capacity. Mm. With that kind of business, you know how to do these sorts of things. And you don't just hear what's perfect and perfect practice. But actually, here's where I failed. Here's where I made a mess. Here's where it didn't work. Here's what was holding me back. And then we have a series of cultural workshops of just everyday business people who are walking these things out, some of the results of that and how they've gone about building those things.
0: Okay. This conference, you're specifically focusing on
1: internal culture and company culture. Company culture. So how do I build that? But it starts with me. I know if I'm going to... The culture around me is purely a reflection of the culture that's within me. So we nail that first, but then it's like, how do I navigate building that in my environment? Mm -hmm. And knowing that the bigger I grow, and we see this in America, there's a war over culture or over values. Mm -hmm. So you will need to know how to manage that. So we've even got coming in, if you're familiar with Alliance Defending Freedom Mm -hmm. is a phenomenal group. Just look them up online. The other group that in Colorado, there was a legal case that the state of Colorado took against a business that on the basis of their convictions or belief, refused to bake a cake for a particular customer. And the state of Colorado took that to court, shut them down. And the bottom line is the Alliance Defending Freedom came in and took that all the way up to the Supreme Court. And it got tossed out unanimously back from the Supreme Court saying that everybody has the right to run and operate your business according to your beliefs. Mm. And so there's a fight at the moment in America over, you know, freedom of speech and freedom of religion. And so they are, it's very much about culture and about confrontation and they do it phenomenally well. Mm. So that's a very hot topic. It's uh, very controversial, but it's very much where we need to be engaged. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think this past week we saw a company Gillette, I don't know if you saw the the commercial that they released but they specifically say it's time that we talking about the standard and and how men are raised and how fathers father their kids and they said it's time we take understand that brands like ours have an influence over the culture that we see in America we see wherever I didn't think it was a worldwide ad but it's definitely been something that has gotten a lot of press about and a lot of people on both sides saying hey this is great hey this is not so great but but we're seeing that was a clear example of a company who knowingly is using their influence to change culture or to make them stand in culture, put a stake in the ground somewhere yep. and can be used by the kingdom. If the world's just using it, then I believe it's our job to preserve the culture around us until Jesus comes back. It's, it's our job to preserve and bring his culture, not preserve the world's culture, but bring his culture here on earth. So. We've talked a little bit about what this conference is and the business of culture. Tell people where they can find information about that and all the dates and
1: and stuff around that. Thanks, David. If you find out more, if you jump onto heaveninbusiness.com backslash conference, they'll find that all that information is in there. And I believe it's it's the end of February. So it's the 27th, 28th of February and the 1st of March. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's in Redding, California. Okay. And that's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? That is correct. Okay. So there's three components of that. as a the teaching component, obviously, the teaching, the application, case studies, and activation. So we actually train everybody who comes how to hear God, how to do these things, and then we'll end up praying for a bunch of businesses in our city. Some of that is just amazing in, the, in terms of the results and impact and influence that that has. Yeah
0: yeah when i was at heaven and business last september and just the experience of going out the experience of the whole thing was absolutely it was clear that you guys understand what excellence is how yeah. to take care of it, and how to put on a great event but specifically the highlight of my that whole weekend was the both going out and doing the activation in with other businesses real boots on the ground in the real world and getting the chance to bless their business and and to pray for their business and share what God has for them in their business. But also, that was right after the car fire in California. And then you had a workshop afterwards on Saturday, where you got yeah, some businesses. And that was yeah. neat to see that happen and how the your community just kind of came around the businesses that needed help and, and just basically served and loved them. So I will be going to this conference in Lord willing, I'll be there. I'm actually going to come in a day early just so those of you who are listening, I'll be coming in a day early and organizing a meetup of some sort. If if there's anybody Fantastic. who wants to be at the conference, let me know there that you can go to heaveninbusiness.com slash conference and see all the details there. And we'll plan on seeing you. You can reach out to me, David, at robertson.com If you're interested in going, I'm also going to try to put together a group to go. That's,
1: that's the best thing to do because it, It's a bunch cheaper. So that's a real smart thing. So if someone wants to come, contact David, then sign up as a group. And I think you save something like $150 per person. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a pretty good price break. Either way, it's definitely a conference that you should go to. And definitely the heaveninbusiness.com website, there's a lot more than just this annual conference. Andy, go ahead and real quick, tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you have if they can't make it
1: out to the event. Yeah. I mean, so there's obviously there's a weekly blog in there on the Heaven and Business Facebook page. Every day we're posting stories and testimonies of what God is doing in the marketplace with everyday people around the world. So they're just in crazy, inspiring, validating and giving vision for what's possible then we also have, there's some resources that we point to, and then we have an online platform and community. So that's a monthly subscription. You can try that out for a dollar, but that's an ongoing community with access to all of the content. So there's over 80 videos or audio where you can listen. So thinking from heaven's perspective, practical application of case studies and different people doing this. And then there's an online community that are exchanging ideas, strategies, praying for one another, sharing testimonies, sharing best practice, asking anything. And really we're wanting to create that so that pretty much anywhere you can start to connect with others who are like-minded and just go further, faster, stronger, and longer.
0: Yeah, I'm a part of that community and it is really great to see some of the stuff that God is doing all around the world in that. Andy, to close us out, why don't you say a quick prayer and just
1: share some encouragement and with the audience here? I'd love to. So thank you, David. I mean, I'm loving it. It's just the, I grew up in a very structured environment and never would have called myself an entrepreneur. I would have called myself a worker or a tradesman is what you you do. It. And I'm just so grateful for what I get to do now. And the people that we're starting to see come around and I get to do life with is just ridiculously good. So I just pray for every listener right now. I bless you. I bless you with a fresh sense of how near God is. I bless you with a revelation of what it is possible to live when you live as a friend of God. I bless you and your businesses and your families. And everything you put your hand to, that literally that would become worship. You say you're a truck driver, I just say, what a great way to glorify God. If you're a janitor, if you're a CEO, what a great way to glorify God. That you would literally feel his hand and his pleasure on you and his spirit leading and guiding and instructing you the way to do life and do it well. So, Father, we just want to thank you for this time, and we just look forward to the testimonies and stories that will unfold as everybody here is listening, is endeavoring to walk with you in all of life. Amen.
0: There you have it, Andy Mason. I love what he said at the end where he said that he blessed us with the idea and with the reality that we are friends of God in business. I absolutely love that. What does it look like? I also pray and I bless you with the idea and the reality and the full potential that's available to you in business. When you understand and when you walk and you bring your friendship with God, you bring your identity in Christ where you realize that you are the body of Christ. You are Christ in business. And what is it? The full potential look like when you walk as a friend of God in business, when you walk as an adopted son or daughter in business. I just welcome you and I bless you with the opportunity to explore what that means in your business. As you heard on the interview, I am going to be at Heaven and Business Conference February 27th and 28th, and March 1st. That's Wednesday, February 27th through Friday, March 1st, and I'm going to be coming in a day early and spending some time with a group of you who just need to reach out to me with my email address. It's david at Davidrobertson.com. If you reach out to me at that email address, just put in the subject line, conference, And I'd love to spend some time with you the night before, um, after the interview, Andy went ahead and said, let him know if one of his team members can come to this group and we'll do some, have some fun together, just talking and and enjoying the, the time leading up to the conference. And then we'll also go attend the conference together and explore what it means Be Christ in business and explore what it means to be about the business of culture inside our companies, inside our assignment, what it means to us personally, what it means to us internally with our teams, what it means externally with the culture around us. What does it mean to cultivate a culture in our company that goes beyond world class into kingdom class? What does it mean to cultivate a culture in our company? of being friends with God, bringing that identity of Christ into God. So if this is something that you're interested in, then please reach out to me. We need at least five people to come. And I believe there's a couple that have already taken some of those spots. So we need five to 10, I'm thinking. People would be awesome to have those come to the conference and just kind of go be a, a part of this. the meeting ahead of time before the conference call it a private meeting or mastermind that we'll get together and we'll have something special planned for you. And then also going through the conference together. And then when we actually go out into the community, you and I will go together into the community and explore what it means to hear from God and apply what God is saying to a local business there in Redding, California. So if that's something you're interested, please do reach out to me. With that, guys, I bless you with the reality, just as Andy said, I bless you with the reality of what God has for you, the potential that God has for you as friends of his in business. I bless you to partner with God. I bless you to profit in your business with purpose. And I bless you to go beyond world class, to build a kingdom class company. I bless you to go be Christ in business. As this show is new, any and all support is greatly appreciated. If you haven't done so already, first, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Android, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Second, if you like the show, write a five-star rating and review. And finally, share the podcast with anybody you know that has a passion for business and a love for God, and invite them along with you to build a Kingdom Class Company.